And good morning, everyone, and welcome to the mile rate. Gee, there was some wonderful racing uh, over uh, both New South Wales and, and of course, at Melton uh, last night. Rob Orbert joins me. Good morning, Rob. It was a terrific night at Melton. Great racing up north as well. It was, Danny. Yeah, it was a terrific night at uh, Tabcourt Park, Melton, last night. Of course, with the uh, feature race being the Tab Australian Trotting Grand Prix, uh, it was a Group 1 race that uh, was taken out by Majestic Man and Brad Williamson bringing up his second Group 1 in his short career. And then we had the Breed for Speed uh, Group 1 finals and we saw some terrific performances and some great scenes on track last night. Uh, of course, with Elder Baron Alyssa, who took out the Group 3 Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Seed uh, Silver Series final. And uh, that horse, uh, owned by uh, Duncan McPherson, who also bred uh, the, the filly. And to come out and win uh, was a pretty special moment for him with the Teal team. And, of course, the race being uh, named in honour of his late wife, Lynn McPherson. Last night in Sydney, the, the field was finalised for the Miracle Mile. I'll run through the barrier draw, which took place later on in the card uh, after the the meeting, uh, or the main races at least. Number one is the Black Prince, two, Ignatius, three is the second emergency, one change, four, Expensive Ego, the Chariots of Fire winner, five is Elta Orlando, six, King of Swing, the Raging Hot favourite, seven, Wolfstride, eight, Max Shah, the first emergency, nine out to play, and ten, Stylish Memphis. Stylish Memphis got in Rob by winning the uh, Ladyship of Mile, King of Swing and Wolfstride were both winners of their respective races and uh, Ignatius and also out to play who was terrific in defeat, uh, both terrific in their performances in the lead-up mile races. Um, well, look, I think it makes... King of Swing is about $1.40 at this stage and, well, it's hard to see him being beaten. Yeah, look, he's going to be very hard to beat. Obviously, the barrier draw uh, allows him to... Uh, maybe bullock his way to the lead, and if he does find the front, it's going to be hard for anyone to run him down. Look, I'm, I'm sort of from my first impressions at the moment, expensive ego. Uh, I really liked his win uh, in the chariots. He gets a nice enough draw to be just uh, parked off the speed or just uh, pushing forward early to get into a handy spot, and he just might be one that will come home late. He was uh, he shows that he can run time, and he's very tough, and he's still an up-and-coming uh, four-year-old, and who knows, he might be able to be, uh, he might be the next star, uh, that we'll find out after next week. The feature event at Melton was the uh, Tab Australian Trotting Grand Prix. What a performance. Heavily backed, Majestic Man. Off the back straight in 28.5 for the third quarter. And it's Majestic Man, three metres. Tornado Valley now called on. Then Magical, who's come off the bit. Wide out, Pink Alars running on around, always ready. Majestic Man turned five metres in front of Tornado Valley. Pink Alars is out wider. Majestic Man clear. Down the outside, Pink Alars six metres away. It's Majestic Man from Pink Alars and the Kiwi. Majestic Man's too good. Majestic Man wins at six metres. Second, Pink Alars. Third home, Monaro Mira. Terrific. Effort. Always ready, magical, and then. Thanks, mate. Well, he was on the job, he was sharp, he was great, and it was his brilliant best. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's had some, uh, you know, some tougher runs. Um, and his last few runs on, on this uh, wee trip over here, but uh, although we copped a bad draw tonight, the way the race panned out after two or three hundred metres, I couldn't have been happier. And um, you know, once he found the front, he was always going to be the one to beat. That was uh, that was the key at the start. You just got that great run through, and you were in a really good spot, and, and you wasted no time to, to pull out three wide and, and utilise his, his speed to, to find the lead. Yeah, look, he's always been a horse that uh, you can put him in the race when you like, which is a big asset to him uh, when you want to go. 
go, he's more than willing to. So, um, yeah, like, like I said, I couldn't have scripted it better the way it worked out after, I think, 300 metres. We are in the 1-1 with no one outside us and plenty of room to negotiate when we wanted to. So, yeah, it couldn't have worked out better for him tonight. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Rob, uh... Well done to Brad Williamson. He drove that horse very confidently. It was confidently backed. There were some strange, weird, wonderful fluctuations very late in that race. Tornado Valley Open, $2.40 favourite. Got out to $5 late. Majestic Man, I think, was $6 at one point. Ended up about two forty. dollars Yeah, that was a big move on Majestic Man uh, last night. There were a couple uh, real big moves uh, from uh, last night, and he was certainly one of them. And he drove so confidently uh, once he got through the field early when sparkling success galloped on that first turn and as soon as they settled down he took off uh, he knew the lead was going to be there for him with uh, sheer speed and once he found the front he was just too good he always traveled well and he got home in 28.5 28.4 last two uh, 400 meters so 56.9 last half in a mile rate of 158.1 he gave nothing else a chance uh, Pink Galaz, uh, good to see her getting back to some really good form. She she hit the line really well. Uh, Monaro Mia was an eye-catching run, finishing third, totally out of its grade, uh, or virtually tested at that level last night since uh, arriving here, and that was a really good performance. Always ready. I think I indicated last time, I think he's a season away, but his performance was okay. Magical, maybe slightly disappointing, not at his best to what we saw him in the Great Southern Star, but all honours to Majestic Man, Phil Williamson, Big thrill for him and Brad Williamson bringing up his second Group 1 in recent weeks. The Lynn McPherson Memorial Gold Series final. Uh, this was won by Sleepy. What a magnificent-looking filly, and she just dominated from the front. Chris Alford um, drove a treble last night, and he, he made it look easy with Sleepy. Back straight, third quarter, 29-2. Sleepy, three metres in front of Elderbaran Crescent. Monaro Maro's labouring now, but Sleepy went for home. Oh, she raced away now, Sleepy. She opened up a big lead on Elderbaran Crescent. Well back then, a moonshine lender to the inside of Tailored Elegance and Monaro Maro, but it's all Sleepy with 100 left to travel. She's in great form. At the peak of her powers now, and Sleepy draws away and wins impressively. Beats Elderbaran Crescent, six metres. Moonshine Linda third, then Monaro. Great effort from everyone at home. Now, she's rated uh, 73 prior to that run, Chris. So have you got any plans where to now for her? Obviously, she's uh, working her way up uh, well through the rankings and is going to have to sort of take that next step um, when she isn't racing against the mares. Uh, yeah, well, you know, um, I think now, well, I think you get six for tonight maybe. So she'll be 79, so she can still really run in an MO, really. So uh, I'll just pot around with her and, you know, there, there's no rush to get her to race the best ones. Um, you know, I think she'll end up, you know, being seasoned and, and keeping up with them pretty good. And The mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Rob, uh, she's a lovely, a lovely mare. Uh, she dominated from the front. Uh, has got that really good gate speed. She never looked like being beaten. No, she never looked like being beaten, Danny. She went a mile rate there of 156.2. 
and just solid times all the way through 29.8, 29.9, 29.2 and 27.7 last quarter. And certainly when you've got a, a quarter of 27.7 in you, it pretty much tells you that she's uh, got uh, above average ability. Her record speaks for itself. She's only missed a place a few times in her career. And outside of that, she's either been first, second or third. And her gate speed is going to put her in good stead. And the way she won last night suggests she's still got uh, a very big career ahead of her. Uh, of the other horses to come out of the race, it was over the short trip, um, but uh, she looks like she's going to progress to the to the higher level. Anything else out of it that might be worth following? I think Moonshine Linda's probably knocking on the door. If she gets an opportunity to run against her own sex, she might be winning soon. Yeah, look, Elder Baron Crescent was very good running second, uh, made a mid-race move and, and battled on strongly. Moonshine Linda, as you mentioned, was held up, hit the line well. Monaro Mara just couldn't get into the race uh, and fear not ran her normal honest race into fifth placing, but certainly uh, the horse to follow out of that would be Moonshine Linda. I think uh, there's a win uh, coming up for her sometime soon. Well, some long shots got up at uh, the gallops at Flemington yesterday and things didn't start off too well for the punters. Lot of muscle was $1.65 into about $1.12 at one point and game was over before it began. As soon as the green light on, it came out in a gallop. Yeah, we mentioned on Trot's Vision last night, I just thought uh, it was just far too short. Uh, I think it ran at eighteen at one stage and Tea Tree Tommy uh, for Mick Barbie and Anne-Marie Conroy, who's been racing so well. I think he was uh, pretty much in most people's second or third picks uh, last night and end up paying around $20 plus for the win so that was quite ridiculous and that was a perfect drive. Anne-Marie Conroy summed it up very quickly once a lot of muscle gallop she wasted no time bringing Tea Tree Tommy to the breeze and he's a very good stayer and he's still got plenty of upside to him this horse. Icicle was brave in defeat for Jeff Senior. He's doing a terrific job with his trotter. Uh, Mick Bellman drove. Medina Bay honest as normal. The girls got flair was an improved run. Was spected big odds certainly worth uh, following and fight Flash Kai Valley wasn't far away, but all honest to the winner, Tea Tree Tommy, he's a very good horse and he'll be winning plenty more races yet. Race two, a group one for the three-year-old fillies and a good bunch of trotting fillies here. Queen Alita uh, ended up in an awkward spot and Chris Alford, it was the first of his three winners, he was in an awkward spot turning for home, but by golly, she showed some speed to dart back to the inside, use the sprint lane and, and win clearly. Well, look, he was never going to win the race. He was held up uh, coming to the home turn three wide and he was... Uh, Given a little bit of uh, fortune when I'm a cherished stride who was just parked in behind and looking for a way out, broke up for Zach Phillips and Queen Alita. Uh, virtually went left angles. Uh, you don't see quite often trotters getting uh, uh, snagged the way uh, he snagged Queen Alita back to the inside. She was virtually three, four, four horses off the pegs and went uh, for that left manoeuvre up the sprint lane and uh, she did a terrific job. The turn of speed she showed for the last 200 metres clearly shows she's a serious horse on the up and she'll be heading to the Oaks and certainly had a very big future. Loved the run of Lady in the Sky, only second Australian start. Looked very green. Looked like it was going to win the race and I think the horse just didn't really know how to find the line mainly through greenness but I think it's a horse worth following. Bangles was very brave in defeat. Sat without cover all the way through and battled on well and Sangriel who also hit the line well having won the Breeders' Crown at big odds was a nice performance into fourth placing and she sales will certainly be improved by the run, but Queen Alita, lovely horse, but I like the run of Lady in the Sky worth following.
The Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Silver Series Final Race 3. Terrific story here. Elderbar and Alyssa getting the prize. Uh, Chris Venosio trained. He, he prepared two winners. And a, and a big thrill for Taylor French, her first uh, black type winner. Yeah, she uh, drove her first Group 3 winner last night for Taylor. She was uh, heading out to celebrate uh, later on in the evening. Uh, so she might be still celebrating this morning. So congratulations to Taylor and Chris Venosio, who also celebrated his birthday last night. Trained uh, two winners. Uh, he drove uh, one later on in the night, but Aldebar and Alyssa was a terrific story. Uh, raced by Duncan McPherson, as I uh, alluded to at the start of the show, and the race was uh, named in honour of his late wife, Lynn McPherson, who was uh, sadly taken by this terrible disease of... Uh, the ovarian cancer and last night was all about uh, raising funds to uh, combat that uh, terrible disease and congratulations to everyone involved in putting on a fantastic night at Tabcorp Park Melton last night Fox Force 5 ran second, had its chance battled on well, Fear the Yankee had to do all the uh, work outside the leader wasn't far away, Medina Sky was honest and Lexington Queen but all honest to the win Elderbar and Alyssa leading throughout a couple of horses were heavily plunged last night. Majestic Man was one, which we've alluded to, and the other was Have No Fear. It was about $8 into about $3.80, and he was outstanding, winning the Group 1 Alan Man's Need for Speed Prince final just a minute or two after his stablemate Wolf Stride took out one of the feature mile races at Menangle. Yeah, it was a serious uh, betting move, that one. Have No Fear, uh, Anthony but Sonia Smith uh, trains, uh, Zach Phillips drives, and Have No Fear showed terrific gate speed to get across at the start. What's up, Majestic broke up shortly after and have no fear led and was always in control of the race uh, 30.5 29.3 first two quarters 29 and 29.4 last two defeated Kai Valley Hotspur to favourite had to do plenty of work but battled on strongly six my used to be I like the horse uh, it's going to be winning more races uh, seven Monsieur de Moore was a nice effort uh, from where it's come from and too surprised to me but uh, have no fear was at his brilliant best and I think he's going to be winning some uh, really good races going forward the uh, next uh, race we look at is the AG Coombs trot and this was uh this was won by Cyclone S. Adams, who he does look a really nice trotter, Rob. Majestic Hurricane, um, he began brilliantly, he probably got a bit keen in the race. He was a short prize favourite, but gee, he got it all wrong up to the home turn. He uh, he trotted badly and uh, lost his momentum, his cadence was out of whack and left the door open for Cyclone S. Adams. Yeah, Majestic Hurricane, as you mentioned, just got himself worked up uh, before the race and he just started to pull and getting on one rein throughout. You could see Kate Gath was having difficulty uh, 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 virtually uh, controlling the horse uh, throughout. Didn't turn out to be a good night for Kate, uh, who probably had a chance to go to Sydney, but I don't think much would have been better there either. So she ended up staying uh, in Melbourne last night. Very rarely you don't get Kate driving a winner at Melton. Last night was one of those uh, rare occasions. But Cyclone S. Adams for Tony R Romeo, who went in for surgery on Friday for a gallbladder, uh, gallstones, I think, and wasn't able to be at the track last night. And Tony Calabria, who's doing a terrific job in partnership with Tony, got the job done with Cyclone S. Adams. He's a bit awkward around the turns, but once he straightens up and balances up, he's got uh, a really big motor. He hit the line strongly. Hatchback, we looked at the winner on the home turn, was just run down. Good effort for John Justice. Royal Charlotte, a much improved run for Paul Males, and uh, fourth home was Majestic Hurricane. But Cyclone S. Adams, he's got a good future.
Woodland Stud Trot Race number eight. President Royden just keeps going from strength to strength. The race was run, you would think, to suit the leader Chiron, uh, but President Royden's just got a bit of class about him. The way he knuckled down to find the line, he's a real winner. He'd been off the scene for, what, two and a half years. He came back with a runner-up placing at Benigo. He hasn't looked back. Four wins. Uh, he just keeps getting the job done. He wasn't entitled to win, but he entitled to win last night the way that race was run. Chiron got away with a really slick lead time, easy lead time, 48-7, 32 first quarter, 30.6 the second quarter. Absolutely walked. Uh, came home in 28-6 and 28-4. And President Royden, who was sitting one out, one back, was able to peel out three watt on the home turn, and he just savaged the line to win. He's a Really nice horse, and well done to Chris Venosio, training double and also uh, driving that winner on his birthday. Second five, CK Spur. Uh, we put him in the black book last time. Uh, he's ready to win. Chiron had his chance. Uh, he's never far away. Aldebaran Poppy, outclassed but ran a nice race. But all honours to the winner, President Royd, and he's going to win uh, a big race sometime soon. Rob, race uh, nine. This was the Lynn McPherson Memorial Bronze Series final. Uh, one of the longest prize winners for the night. In fact, the longest prize winner. It was Tetra, but a lovely story. Bill Milner, the trainer, and it was the third winner for Chris Elford. Yeah, got up at huge odds. Chris uh, having a fantastic night last night. And great story for Bill Milner, who trains around that uh, Kilmore area. Uh, and Tetra getting the job done. Got a beautiful three-wide trail uh, into the race uh, from the 600-metre mark and just finished off over the top of him after they'd gone hard early. Um, Mariachi came from last, ran on strongly for... Uh, Kenny Tippett, who took the drive last night. Black and Gold was also close up for Brett Shipway and Michael Bellman. And uh, Mystic Chip doing its best work for Glenn Sharp and Monique Burnett uh, in the, that race. But uh, Tetra got the right run and got the, uh, the chocolates at the big odds. And the last of the night, a very competitive race, but Chi Hallowart Pop has, uh, has stepped up. He flies the gate. Doesn't he begin brilliantly out of the mobile? And... He, uh, he dominated winning at Ballarat. It was almost a carbon copy performance at Melton last night, trained by Laurie Young and driven by Aaron Dunn. That was a fantastic story for Laurie Young, who trains at Matoa, Danny. He trains the horse. He only has two horses in work, and he trains the horse on the side of the road, on uh, black dirt. And uh, last night, Alawar Bob, not only uh, it led throughout... They came uh, in a bus last night. There was 20 of them on the bus from uh, Matoa. And did they make a racket when Alawart Bob hit the line? They were cheering halfway down the straight. The celebrations was priceless after the uh, the horse winning. And well done to Laurie. A huge thrill for him. Aaron Dunn, who's just in a purple patch of form at the moment. Great performance. Star down under. Huge run. Made a mistake at the start. Did a massive job to save ground along the pegs to get up to run second. Highway Huntsman. There's a win for Highway Huntsman somewhere soon. Cork had its chance. And uh, Highland Hill, I think you gave it a bit of a push last night, Danny. You looked a real winning chance, about 150 from home, and then galloped, unfortunately, and put pay to its hopes. But all honours to Alawalk Bob. I think they're still celebrating in Matoa this morning. Uh, good story, popular win, and he looks like he'll win a few more races. Highland Hill was fifth over the line, but got relegated to sixth because he did gallop and uh, meet Michelangelo, number 10, end up running fifth in the last event. So Chris Alford with the uh, driving honours with uh, three on the card. A very entertaining uh, night's racing, both in Melbourne and uh, Sydney. A lot of the focus will be on the Miracle Mile heading to next week. If anyone's looking at a bet or some of the odds at the moment, earlier on in the week you mentioned expensive ego at the the odds, what about your old favourite, Wolf Stride? He's got into the Miracle Mile now, and I suppose the old saying is, if um, you know, you can't win the lottery unless you've got a ticket, and Anthony Butt and Sonia Smith, is there a more informed stable 
of any code at the moment. No, not at all. Uh, he is absolutely flying. Both of them are. Sonia doing a terrific job, and they're doing a great job with their whole team, both in Victoria and in New South Wales. And Wolf Stride, he's been a, a big favourite of mine all the way through. He's going to need some luck. He's going to have to pull out something special. But one thing that he's proven, both King of Swing and Wolf Stride, when we talk about the grand circuit level, both horses proved during the Hunter Cup that they're right there or just behind Lock and Varart. And now that Lock and Varart's not in this race, it's quite obvious to suggest that those two horses uh, are going to be right in the finish next week. Well, plenty to talk about once we uh, get to Monday with, uh, with Gareth Hall and uh, Gatespeed. Look forward to joining you there and again at the same time next week on the Mile Rate. Thanks, Rob.